Devarim, Deuteronomy, 17.15 Thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Elrod thy God shall choose. Brash 17.5-6 Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham, for the father of a multitude of nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. Brash 17.15-16 And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her, and moreover I will give thee a son of her, yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations, kings of peoples shall be of her. Shmith 19.6 And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests, and a holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. We see from these sources in the Torah that the will of Hashem is a monarchy, a holy nation. Not a nation like all other nations as the people clamored for, before Nabi Shemuel. 1 Samuel 8.18-20 18 And ye shall cry out in that day because of your king whom ye shall have chosen you, and the Elrod will not answer you in that day. 19 But the people refused to hearken unto the voice of Samuel, and they said, Nay, but there shall be a king over us, 20 That we also may be like all the nations, and that our king may judge us, and go out before us, and fight our battles. Devarim, Deuteronomy, 17.15 Thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Elrod thy God shall choose. 1 Chronicles 28.4 Howbeit the Elrod, the God of Israel, chose me out of all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever, for he hath chosen Judah to be prince, and in the house of Judah, the house of my father, and among the sons of my father he took pleasure in me to make me king over all Israel. 2 Chronicles 6.6 But I have chosen Jerusalem so that my name will be there, and I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Tehillim 78.70 He chose David also his servant, and took him from the sheepfolds. 1 Samuel 16.1 And the El Rode said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil, and go, I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. The mitzvah is to appoint a king for Hashem whom the El Rode thy God shall choose. Hashem chose David as king over all Israel even as King David confirmed in 1 Chronicles 28.4. As the Tanakh pointedly states, the people chose Saul as king rather than allowing the prophet and high priest as agents for Hashem to choose a king, presumably through the Urim and Thummim. From 1 Samuel 16.1, For I have provided me a king among his sons, we see that the Tanakh makes clear, that, the king chosen by God serves Hashem, as Tehillim 78.70 points out, he chose David also his servant. And as 1 Samuel 13.14 points out, David was found by Hashem to be a man after the heart of God. 1 Samuel 13.14 But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Elrod hath sought him a man after his own heart, and the Elrod hath appointed him to be prince over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Elrod commanded thee. Our Yossi and our Yehuda, the Rambam, our Moshe ben Maimon, 12th century Egypt, and Sefer HaChinuch, author unknown, 13th century Spain and all those commentators who are of the opinion that there is a mitzvah to appoint a king, imply in their opinion both the fact that the Torah involves itself in the regulation of human affairs and that it chose to endorse monarchy as the proper form of government. So if, since, Hashem chose David as king then there is no need to select, choose or appoint a king from outside King David and Shlomo's lineage. In fact, it was improper for the Hasmoneans to rule over the people for they were of the priestly caste. To quote from one article on the discussion of appointing a king- In Sanhedrin, 20b, which states that the phrase ki yad al-kaiska, hand upon the throne of the Lord, Shemot 1716, refers to the king, 
Vayin Kise Ala Melek Shinimar Vayeshev Shalomo Al Kise Hashem Lamelek Dash Throne refers to the king, as it is written, Shalomo sat on the throne of the Lord as king, Idivrei Hai Yamin 29-23. See also Ramban Adlok, who adopts this position, the upshot of this statement, further emphasized by the Gemara's subsequent statement that Bichila Malak Shlomo Al Ha Alion Nim Shinimar Vayeshev Shlomo Al Kise Hashem Lamelek, at first Shlomo ruled over the, the upper spheres, is that the king is not solely a human figure serving the needs of his countrymen, but rather he is also a sacral figure, representing divine interests in the human world. Just as the Kohen Gadol, high priest, is the divine representative in the religious sphere, serving as a Shelucha de Ramana, emissary of God no less than a Shelucha de Don, emissary of man, so too is the Melican ambassador of God in the political sphere. The heavenly throne, Kisei Hashem, serves as a symbol of divine involvement in the human world and, therefore, the description of the king as sitting upon this throne serves to establish his rule as a manifestation and executor of divine will in our world. In this context, mention should already be made of the fact that the king, as the Kohen, is anointed with Shemin Hamischa, the anointing oil. If we accept this line of reasoning, the Torah's interest in a royal head of state is not due to his practical utility to human society, but rather is due to the fact that a royal figure is a better representative of God on earth. By adopting such a position, we are able to understand the need for a king, despite the drawbacks which Abarbanel pointed out. To offset those, the Torah added a whole list of regulations and mitzvot designed to distance the monarch from Gabbat Halev, arrogance, involvement with earthly affairs and the temptations of power, i.e. women, money and horses, and to instill in him and his subjects the sense of a divine mission, the need to constantly have a Torah scroll at his side. Source, Yeshivat Har Etzien. Israel Koshitsky Virtual Beit Midrash VBM. Jewish Political Theory, Hilkot Melikim. Shire No. 1, The Commandment to Appoint a King. By Rob Masha Lichtenstein. Copyright, C. 1997 Yeshivat Har Etzien. All rights reserved. While the above article does not touch upon the subject of the unifying mission of the king, it is important to note that Idivrei HaYamin, 1 Chronicles, 29-23 concludes with the phrase, and all Israel obeyed him. David came and increased their number to 24. 24 Mishmarah lit. Guards, Tan. 4-2, which served in a regular weekly rotation. The Mishmarah were further broken up into a varying number of Bataiavo, houses or families. Each division and subdivision was presided over by a head, called Rush Mishmer and Rush Bedov respectively, Tosef Hor. 2. 10. There is also mention made of a Bedov, M. 1 1. Mid. 1 8. Cf. Yoma 1 5. The Levites were similarly divided into 24 Mishmerah, which replaced each other every week, Akron. 25 8 ff, et al, Jos, and 7 363 ff, Tan. 4 2. These were in turn subdivided into seven Bataiavo, and presided over by heads. Finally, there was an analogous division of the Israelites themselves into 24 Mishmarat, each of which had to take its turn in coming to Jerusalem for a week. They served to represent the whole body of the people while the daily, communal, offerings were sacrificed, for how can a man's offering be offered while he does not stand by it? Tan. 4-2, et al. That part of the Mishmar of priests, Levites, or Israelites actually engaged in the performance of its duty was called a Mamad or Amiot station, and was headed by Rush Mamad, Tam. 5-6. When the time for the service of a Mishmer came round, all the priests and Levites belonging to it would go to Jerusalem. Not all the Israelites of that Mishmer, however, proceeded to Jerusalem. A portion of them certainly did, Tan. 4-2, Cf. Tosef, Tan. 4-3, 
But those who could not do so assembled in their own towns and read the story of creation, etc. Only those in Jerusalem who actually stood by while the sacrifice was being offered could, strictly speaking, be called a Mamad, or Amiad, see Sof. 17-5, but see Lieberman, to Sefta Kifes Utah 5, 1962, 1104, who shows that according to a different opinion the Mamadot were of Israelites alone. 23 And Solomon sat on the throne of the El Rodas king instead of David his father, and he prospered, and all Israel obeyed him. 24 And all the leaders and the mighty men and also all King David's sons placed their hand under King Solomon. Hoshea 3.5 Afterward shall the children of Israel return, and seek, desire, the El Rod their God, and David their king, and shall come trembling under the El Rod and to his goodness in the end of days. Yekekel 37.22 And I will make them one nation in the land, upon the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be king to them all, and they shall be no more two nations, neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms any more at all. Thus, in a divinely chosen monarchy, the king sit as an emissary of the merciful one on the throne of the El Rod uniting the people, to worship as one by an oath, even as Abraham's servant swore by the covenant of circumcision brashed, Genesis, 24-3.